0: Welcome in to Wisconsin's newest sports podcast, sports and music podcast, titled Keg Jams. It's a working title. Um, I'm here with Shaken. We are doing this on what we hope to be a bi-weekly basis, maybe a weekly basis. Uh, It's a brand new podcast format where we break down the headlines, not only of sports, but also of what's going on in the world. And whether it's sports, pop culture, different things that are popping up, we're going to talk about them. And we're going to go through about 10 songs. Um, at some point, we'll put out a playlist. Um, you know, you can't do 10 songs as a playlist. Like, that's nothing. Like, if you have an artist, put out not a 10. 10 uh, Taylor Swift put out a 10 song. You know, no one's no one's listening to that. At least 20, 30. Once we get that, then we'll add and we'll go from there. So I'll be really excited. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, obviously, feedback's welcome. And we can great, get right into social media, tapping the keg on Twitter, tapping the keg sports, On Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Shake can be found at Shake Ken, Ken underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Um, he's not on the TikTok yet. Good for him. That you know, a lot of time not being spent um on, on that app, also on Facebook too. Um and then, yeah, rate, review, subscribe, do the whole thing. And if you're new, you're listening uh, because of uh, my guy here, just make sure that uh, he checks out. Check out some other episodes, things like that. I think you'll like what we have going on. We're bringing a little more positivity, um, a little not necessarily so negative. Um, we're also not going to talk down on you and think you're an idiot for things that you'll say. Um, we want you to feel like you're comfortable Listening to us And it's not It's not going to be this Like analytical pers- Discussion You know It's not like I'm trying to do Meathead radio But I'm also not trying to do Nerd radio either So anyways we'll, I've wasted enough time We'll talk about Wisconsin sports headlines We'll be some Packers We'll be some Bucks. We'll then get into Halloween We'll talk a little bit about College basketball In a weird way um, It's going to be good And then lastly I think we'll do a little bit Of just national Storylines What's going on In the world of sports so let me waste no more time. Welcome, to my guy Shaycan. What's up, dude? How you What's doing, going on, brother? Are you excited? Are you fired up for this? I finally landed this. It. I am maybe the biggest idiot in in America, where I'm like, hey, I have a podcast idea, and then I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm moving like to a new house, like, <laughs> and I have like not the time that I, I used to, and it was so. A Mia Copa, Uh, people were like, where's episode two? this is technically episode two, but really volume one of Keg jams. Um, and now we're, now you're in the system. You're, you're in the mix.
1: Yeah, no, I'm glad to get started. Uh, we talked about it last time. It was something that we've kind of talked about and what we kind of wanted to do. And I think, yeah, like you said, with moving and just life as it is, it took a little bit more time, but I think we've got a good plan and a good concept moving forward and, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's get into it. I'm excited.
0: Absolutely. So how this will start is I will give you the song, the headline, and then you know what a person will think. We'll go back and forth. Um, Shannon will start. I will uh, I will then have mine and then we'll just kind of go and we'll discuss. And, and it, it should be great. And again, any feedback, hit us up, let us know. Not going to be offended. Um, I think that that's always a good thing have feedback and know what we could have done better what we could what would actually maybe you're like i want to see less of um we can certainly work on that so number one the song is last last by Burna boy uh and it is the reason why we do last last you might guess it but the green bay packers and their so-called dynasty their so-called dominance in the nfc north shannon believes that that is over um that it is not something that will be here moving forward And the floor
1: is yours. Yeah, I mean, when's the last time we've seen the Packers lose, you know, three games in a row? I think just just the way that the offense is not clicking. It hasn't clicked really all year. Um, You can see there's a definite disconnect with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. He's being vocal on the field and everybody can read his lips. Um, it, there's just is such a disconnect between those two and I just don't know if it's something that can be fixed Um, you know the thing is too that there you know I think you talk about it being a week-to-week league and some of these teams maybe not in the position they thought they would be there's a lot of injuries right and it happens all the time like the Packers have actually been for the most part this year relatively healthy um, obviously, Bakhtiar has been in and out, you know, we get Elton Jenkins, who's uh, who knows, I don't know if he's uh, still 100%. You know, you had Sammy Watkins, so. which, you know, again, w- is that a huge loss? Um, <laughs> For no I, no, no, I mean, no disrespect, but like, for the four weeks that he played, like they, you know, had guys, you know, step up in his position, but he's not a, a big time playmaker that changes the game. We've been relatively healthy um, the entire year, and we just have not put together a complete game outside of maybe the Chicago game. And and, and it's it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of Rodgers. It's a mixture of the coaching staff, the play calling. The amount of times that we've gone into the, the first half, or excuse me, second half with the lead and a lead or a double-digit lead, and we failed to score points or we failed to score and keep up, that to me is a coaching thing. Um, and and I think a lot of it has to do with with Rodgers just not you know not being on the same page with Matt LaFleur and the plays he's calling and the situational football that's there and it's it's gotten bad enough where I just don't know that this relationship is going to be repaired Um, I honestly don't think Rodgers retires I actually think Something happens and he's just not a Packer next year. Um,
0: okay, you're coming in hot. Like this is uh, this is all this is all good. I I, I have questions. Um, so yeah. number one, are you like consoling? Are you like, hey, this is over. Like we're not making the playoffs. Like if we make the playoffs, great. Like where is that? Like kind of where your mindset is right now?
1: Yeah, I would never. Yeah, I'm I'm not like, hey, I'm giving up on the season. I'm not going to watch another game. I would never do that. Um, I just enjoy the team and the game too much. Um, I just, I mean, I think they can, they'll maybe fall. I don't want to even say fall in because they've lost so many games that they should be winning and the the schedule doesn't get any easier. No. Um, could I see them finishing 10 and seven and squeezing in? Maybe I just don't know that that record's going to get them in mm-hmm. um, and they'd have to win some, you know, big time games. I just, I I just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I I know that's fair. fair. Like this is good for us This Buffalo Bills game is going to be good for us. Maybe it's what we need, but you needed the last three games. You needed a tune-up game against giants, the jets or the commanders. And you didn't use any of them to your advantage and they all beat you. uh, Mind you with, you know, basically backup quarterbacks, um, So, but I know Jones isn't and Zach Wilson isn't, but I mean, we're not talking about the the cop here.
0: I I hear you. And you're right. Like I I have to acknowledge that those were games Packers should have won. You look at the schedule. You're like, yes, those are wins. Like, and we all do it. We all go through the schedule. Like that's a win. That's a loss. Like here's it is, But like the giants are six and one, they're pulling games out of their ass, Right. And at some point that's going to end at some point. You're not going to see that from the Giants anymore because it's just not sustainable. But they're a lucky team and it is what it is. And sometimes teams can ride that shit all the way to, to the playoffs and hell, even the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that's what the Giants will do. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. But and then you have the Jets who have a really good defense, and we caught the Jets at the wrong time. Could you imagine playing the Jets now without Vera Tucker, without Brees Hall? I realize they got James Robinson, which was a good deal. Uh, but the same time like that's not gonna be the same team like James Robinson's a good player but and again coming off the ACL tear his snap count went down for a reason like it wasn't like they were like oh yeah we just have to use Travis Etienne. it's like James Robinson just wasn't producing so I I look at that and I'm like sometimes it's a timing thing and commanders too like if we played Carson Wentz two weeks ago do you think we lose that game like straight up like do you think we lose that game
1: uh no I think I honestly think Heineke is better than a lot of yeah. people think he gets I don't think he gets the credit he deserves um, and he's he is a, a dual threat crowd quarterback and runs and I think that is something that we've always had trouble with regardless of who was the the coordinator we've always had trouble with I do think we beat it with you know with with Carson Wentz playing but also we were up on all of those teams we had leads no, you're games, right. and it was it, <laughs> but, yeah. it, like this is you know it's not like you know, it's just like we've we've had opportunities to do it. Like, right. yeah, we the caught him at the wrong open. time. But the door's like, been
0: open. The door's been open, for sure. You're as... the
1: Packers, you're Aaron Rodgers. I don't care like, who you have offensively, you know, weapons-wise, whether it's in the receiver or the, the running back room. You've got to find out a way to win those games. And that's, I think, what's more upsetting than anything is that we've been so accustomed to the Packers beating these teams on – shitty days but still being able to come up with ways to win whether that's you know Devontae adams or using the run or you know aj dylan who's you know been been non-existent here in these last few games which is is really interesting he's just Um, worried
0: about door county these days like door county aj at this point like or door county dylan i like that door Door county County dylan you know i mean that's what it is and and so yeah it's I hear you, and I think that's – and I, the last thing I'll say about it and then I'll move on to my song is, you know, we – I think this team doesn't know how to win. I heard this on the radio, I think on Sunday. It was doing an errand, and they were basically explaining how, like, they were always built on their offense, and their offense was the, t- the guys that would get it done and win the games. To your point, we have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has won these games for us in the past. And now that we're supposed to be built on defense – this defense still doesn't kind of know there that they have to do that. And they tried like hell. Like it would like I, I don't really think you should be that critical of the defense. I'm and I'm saying you, not like you, shake yeah. you, Shake I'm saying you, the the people, like the fans, everybody, mm-hmm. because like that was a very, very winnable game if you just had a little bit more offense. And it's a bummer. And hopefully, yeah, but- you oh, had a God. score
1: on def- you had a score on defense. You had a second one that got called yeah. back on a bullshit penalty. On the play that McLaurin scores, I mean, Heineke just dropped the ball in perfectly. Like Jair's there. Nice. I get it. You you want to be in that tough, you know, top tier of corners that, you know, don't give up those type of plays. But that was as good a throw as you'll see on a Sunday. And uh, you know, that you'll get beat on plays like that, but it was you know, the, the touchdown that got called back and then just the offense not being able to give them any chance, they put them in negative situation field-wise so many times. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, we you know, offense offense couldn't stay on the field and defense was out there a lot running around. And, you know, it's too much for them. And I just, man, the, the schedule yeah. really doesn't get, get easier move. No.
0: Forward. And my song number two is uh, Faith by Limp Biscuit. I opted for Limp Biscuit, not George Michael um i don't know just a lim. do you like lip biscuit back in the day
1: yeah oh yeah i mean i think they were like the uh i mean they definitely told the line of being like too probably too graphic for like <laughs> yeah. when they came out like our age i feel like yeah. we were like in middle school and yeah you know they but I. i mean some of their songs were on the radio i think but that was kind of like if you weren't into like the the old school like rock, that was kind of your way into like yeah. hard rock because they 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 played kind of a hip hop rap side, right? Um, and it kind of played both sides, and I think that was like in in your like entry into that kind of music or like rock, you calling them rock. And it uh, was it was the it cult- was super pump up music,
0: right? You know? It was the counterculture of like the boy bands, and like it's right. not really counterculture; it's more like like white trash America, but it was like, that was big. Like that played, right. You had Eminem mm-hmm. blowing up and Limp Biscuit and corn and, and corn was probably a little more heavier than what Limp Biscuit was. Like it's similar, but different. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like corn. I remember I was always mad that corn would be like top at the list. Now, like if I freaking a leash comes on, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's on,
1: that's mm-hmm. on box.
0: Like that's a good song. And yeah. um, this not necessarily like top tier Limp Bizkit songs, like break stuff is definitely like number one for me. Like, I think <laughs> if you put break stuff on before a workout, put it on before a run, you put it on before, or just you're pissed off, like you're always going to feel better after listening to break stuff. I just, it's top tier song for me. Um,
1: the, um, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch, there's a, a documentary on, on tomorrow, or Jesus, tomorrow, um, on Woodstock. Um, oh, I, I, think, I, I, I watched I a little the, bit of it. I think it's the I don't know if it's the HBO one or the Hulu one. I didn't watch, or, or not the Hulu, the Netflix, Netflix. one. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I watched the newest one on Netflix. I think the one I watched was on HBO, and it was really, really well made. It was a, a comparison of the thirty years um, from the first one to the ninety, and obviously there's like really iconic pictures. Um, and videos from that, that 90s Woods, or Woodstock with like DMX and like yeah. a sea of people that you see that doesn't end. And then like when all mayhem break lo- broke loose and like the fires that are in different places of the crowd, um, it actually all kind of comes to a head um, during a Limp Bizkit set. Yes, um, it burns down. And it's, down. It just, yeah, and it's it, really interesting like uh, to hear different points of view of and again, it comes full circle too because of obviously like the sad, you know, events that happen at the Travis Scott concert, mm, and then yeah. you watch this and you're like, some things don't change, and the and and even at like the Travis Scott concerts and really any big festival you see now, there's tea stages, right? Because you yeah. you separate, you know, you have to separate the crowds, and that was not a thing back in the day, so it was just literally seas of people, um, just on top of each other, and it was. Just a shit show in yeah, the most yeah. insane fashion, but sorry. Yeah, so
0: oh no, 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 that's all right. That it's perfect. Uh, I, and the reason I rolled it is just because I think it's what I will preach to people about. Like, it's not over. I, I even if you lose this week, I still think they could beat the Bills. I realize it is near impossible. I realize it is an extremely tall task. But we're we have Monday night game on right now as we tape uh, this for Tuesday. The Bears are up by nine on the Patriots in Foxborough. Nobody thought the Bears would have a chance this game. People thought the Bears were going to get their asses kicked. And I realize the Patriots to the the Bills is another level. I realize that this is the best team in football that you're talking about. But Josh Allen makes mistakes. Um, You know, there are things that can happen that they might not be a little sleepy off the bye. Like the Packers do need to like have like an Arizona-like game like last year where they just played perfect football really for an entire game and then had a chance to win it at the end and held on for dear life with the Rasul Douglas pick. That's probably what you're going to need in this scenario. But at the same time, I don't think it can't happen. It's a week-to-week league. Anything can happen. I mean, Justin Fields fucking looking like Josh Allen out there. I mean, you never know, man. Um, So I'm at least holding our hope. Um, If the line stays at 11, I just have that you can't just – that's just a disrespectful gambling line. Like that's there, there. That can't, that can't be the case. I think it'll get bet down, but we'll see. Yeah,
1: that's the biggest of of Rogers' career, right?
0: Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, that makes sense. I would, I would have, I would would have guessed that if you would asked me. I would say, oh yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, so, the way to the way to beat the Bills is two ways, right? One, one being through the air, just because of you know a lot of the injuries they've had in their their secondary. But also you have to control the game and their run defense. That front seven is the best probably in the league, in my opinion. So we're going to have to be able to run the ball, control the clock, keep Buffalo out off of the, their offense, off of the field. Mm. Um, and Jair is going to have to have a day against if he's matched up against Stefan Diggs, but they have a ton of weapons. Right. We just, we have to control what, you know, we can control. And if they can control the clock, I think they have a chance I don't think there's much of one just because I think Buffalo is just too loaded. Um, I'll never say never again. that Like they have no pressure on them at yeah. the end of the
0: day. Oh I, I yeah. It's a total house money game, right? Like it's like, no one expects you to win. Like nobody believes in you anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what, what I said yesterday on the pod where it's like, it's the fucked up thing about the NFL media where this week, everyone's like the Packers are done. Bury the Packers. It's over. And then next week is Packers beat the bills somehow. Like oh did they turn around the season? Like mm-hmm. there's still hope. Like that's why it's all it's all dumb, man. Like yeah. even too if like they were to lose, if they were to lose this week and then they beat the Lions, who are not looking like the team mm-hmm. that they were in the first couple weeks. Dan Campbell probably on a little bit of a hot seat, honestly. Um, and then you beat had Dallas a lot of
1: injuries though
0: totally yeah that's fair totally and then you and then you play Dallas and I realized that I to me I think Dallas is the best team in the NFC at this point. Um, and I don't think it's unreasonable to think Michael Parsons is going to win the MVP. Like that takes starting to kind of float out there, and yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean it's it's not out, out of this world. And I, if you're able to beat Dallas and that game, Rogers is going to want and and there's going to be a lot of vitriol and things like that. <laughs> fair or not fair about McCarthy, but if if you win those two games right and you lose to the Bills, you're five and five. What we'll see, right? And that's where I just am like, you got to have it. I
1: think it's funny, like McCarthy and, the, and being there and, uh, you know, looking at Rodgers and being there, you thought my offense was bad. And, you know, <laughs> looking at the floor's offense this year. That's yeah. Like. Yeah. We'll um, see,
0: man. I, I, I can't wait to be there. Um, was lucky that that was the game that was available for me. And nice. uh, that, that is the, the Packer game that, that I'm going to. So. Yeah. That's, right. a, that's a hell of a game for sure. So. Song number three, put the minx down, Jeezy featuring 42 Doug. Uh, go ahead,
1: yeah. So, there's a, there's a line in the uh, – um, so first and foremost, if anybody didn't know, Young Jeezy put out a new album. Um, is it's is awesome it, from what I've heard so far, it's good, yeah. Okay. Um, I might I take am that, a huge might be the
0: gi- gym, that might be the gym lesson tomorrow morning, um, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, it's a good one, it's definitely the songs I've heard have, have a ton of energy. I'm um, a huge Jeezy stand. I've got his like snowman shirt um, growing up like high school. Like that yeah. was like, I bought his CDs, bought, you know, everything that came out. I was a big fan. Um, But no, a DJ drama is like the obnoxious guy. That's like yelling over all the mixtapes that we listened to in high school. So he produced it and he's got this line in the beginning that says, put the mix down on the floor so we can walk in here like Kings. Um, And I think it's just so evident Um, and, and, is just right in line with what I think Giannis is going to do this year. And I know we share the same outlook for him. Um, I watched a little bit of the game on, on Saturday, and there was just one play towards the end of the game where it was just out of hand. And at one point, Giannis was 15 of 17 from the field like that is just absurd. (laughs) And there's one play he was going down. He had a fast break. And I think it was Josh Christopher, not Christopher. um, It was either him or Kevin, no, Kevin Porter. Junior tried to take a charge, and Giannis just does his typical Euro step. Is this when he got like... technical? No, I think it was before that um, because it was just – Giannis didn't even touch him. He just – yeah, he just does his Euro step right in front of him. Ken Porter tries to take a charge, and it was like nobody even tried to stop him. And it was just laughable because you're like, this game is just so easy for him against – like obviously Houston's super young, super inexperienced the game was out of hand at that point and it was just like laughable to see how easy it was for him to score but again to be 15 of 17 like midway through the third quarter is kind of outrageous and I I didn't see his, his shot chart
0: it was, um, yeah it was but he was, was also
1: like pulling up from right at the top yeah. of the key like no problem and if if he can consistently confidently shoot that and hit that shot he is going to break every record for the Bucs this year he's going to have the scoring title he's going to be I I also I also think early on he's going to have a pretty sizable, you know, lead on MVP voting because of Chris, and I think he's mm-hmm. he's gonna have to feel like he has to make up and do so yeah. much. Hopefully, it's not too much. Um, but you know, I think he's gonna try and carry that load, and he's gonna be pissed off the entire season, and that's just that's just fun to watch. You know, oh, pissed dude. off. And, it's great. To be honest, and I just. I'm ready for it. I hope we can all get. I think the other thing that's good about this is that I've seen a lot of balance also within the team, and and so obviously you know Yada said what 38 the other night, but just just yeah, 40 yeah, 38 when I was what yeah I was like sorry no I I didn't mean I I I
0: mitched you there that's a mitch 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 will correct me midway. No I I needed it
1: I just. I remember looking down, and I'm like, he's got 38. There's like ha- seven minutes left in the third. He's got he's 15 to 70. But um, uh, no, I think it's good because Javon Carter gets minutes, who we all love. Um, you know, you're bringing less off the bench. You're bringing you know different guys. And Jordan Wares he in minutes. Like I think this is all really positive for the team. Brooke had an incredible game against Embiid, which I did not expect. I feel like every time I watch Embiid, he just abuses Brook in in not not because he's bigger than, but but just he's so skilled and. And Brooke did such a nice job on him. But this just gives everybody a chance to kind of fill certain roles. It's going to change when Chris comes back, but you can trust certain guys on the floor. Javon Carter's getting good minutes and and playing. And I think what's big with Javon's minutes is he's taking the pressure off of Drew defensively so that he's not the guy necessarily guarding the number one and number two option on, on the perimeter every time. Javon is such a dog on the perimeter defensively, even though he's undersized, but he takes that pressure off of Drew. And hopefully once, you know, Drew settles in um, and offensively gets a little bit more comfortable. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been a good start so far. I know we're only two games in, but um, it's good to see like the cohesion so far with the team.
0: No doubt. And I mean, I, I, first of all, the Javon thing, like the, I loved him barking at Jalen green. Like he was, all over Jalen Green's ass. Like it's amazing he didn't get technical in that game because he was like on him, like kind of like in his face, in his grill. Like, yeah, this is and we kind of saw with Alvarado last year with New Orleans how like Alvarado basically fucked whatever Chris Paul's like psyche. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a little bit of what Javon Carter does and what he probably should have done against Boston. And we can look back at that. I I it's the past the past. I'm not think, crazy
1: about the George Hill minutes early on yeah, in the
0: season. I know. He I mean, but he's playing. It. He's playing okay. Like yeah. I think, yeah, like the Javon, I think Javon Carter playing like actually puts a fire under George's ass because he knows he like has to be good. That's the other Giannis thing that I was super impressed with was how he took it personally that Jabari Smith was out there. He's like, "What is this mm-hmm. motherfucker doing?" Like he, oh, man. you're not, <laughs> you're not on my corner. Like he put him through hell. It's like been yep. my catchphrase for the first couple of days. Like. But it's serious, and now you get Brooklyn. Brooklyn just beat you in preseason. All the fans got chesty online because they beat us in preseason. Um, it's a different ball game. I know they got Joe Harris back. I don't think Seth Curry's back, but Joe Harris will be back. So we'll see how that impacts. We'll see what Ben Simmons is able to do against Giannis in regular season ball versus preseason ball. I think it's going to be a little bit different. Um And just you know, I, it could just be the KD Giannis show because I don't know if we you know who really guards KD for the Bucks. Like that's that's a scary thing, and they're not going yeah. to Giannis on him. And I don't know. Maybe you just let KD get fifty, and then you worry about everybody else. Like I think, if you, start gets,
1: I think you start West in that matchup instead probably, of yeah. uh, instead of Grayson. Yeah. Grayson's been okay. I think he's been okay. I think he needs to get his confidence back. I think that Boston series really hurt him, especially like. People don't think about this, but, like, when you get dropped, like, when Jalen dropped him in the series, like, that is such a mental, like, you know, hurdle to get over. I don't think people understand, like, oh, it's just basketball. Like, no, that shit fucks with you because it's viral and it goes everywhere. And it's something that, that happens, but it doesn't happen a ton in the NBA because there's so many, you know, skilled defenders. And, you know, again, it just doesn't happen a ton. So I think that fucks with your psyche. And he just wasn't the same player in that Boston series. He didn't really contribute like he did in, in the Chicago series. But I think for him, he's just got to get his confidence back. I know he was doing, you know, I think I mentioned you and Mitch, he was doing some stuff with Lethal Shooter and trying to fix his form. And he's he's had some good shooting nights so far. Um, but he, he, he just needs to be aggressive, I think. I, I think he needs to get to the rack a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I think this is all good with Chris being out so that they can explore – what they got with some of these guys.
0: And the the last thought on it is, like, Chris can hang out. Like, you don't have to come mm-hmm. back. Like, until you're, like, fully in game shape. Like, some of the problems with Chris in the past, it hasn't been as big of a deal post-COVID, but Chris kind of would come in chunky, and he kind of come in not necessarily in game shape. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 15 games, 20 games in, it's like, oh, that's Chris Middleton again. So, like, if that's what it needs, or he needs to kind of do the – Kawhi thing and come off the bench at least to start just to get his sea legs underneath maybe the bucks give him that opportunity so that's cool and speaking of another wing go into song number four i have hot in here by nelly and the reason it is is because of the Jay crowder rumors uh the bucks according to sham sarania are in on the Jay crowder sweepstakes i don't even know if you can call it sweepstakes for a bench uh like a starter slash bench player but yes they are apparently interested I'm going to put my Marquette bias aside. (laughs) I was um, waiting for this. Yeah, well, I love Jay Crowder. Like, I, the hardest thing is with Jay Crowder as well as Jimmy Butler to not think of them as Marquette guys. And it's, it's easier and easier as the Bucks got better. Um, But I still, and there are Marquette fans who get mad at me on Twitter uh, when I'm like critical of them. They're like, you're a Marquette fan. I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking Bucks fan first, man. Like, I'm not. Like that, that's my, that's a team I put higher in the hierarchy. So if they're doing something to the Bucks, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be happy about it, but yes, it'd be great for that. It'd be great for recruiting. it'd, it'd be great to have Jay back. Uh, Wes Matthews is a buddy of his, they play together. That said, I can go either way on it. Like I can see the positive of like, this, is, this could really make the Bucks defense go to like a next level, and be really, really hard to stop and really be hard to defeat on a night to night basis in the postseason. But I thought Eric Dame wrote a really good piece about like the kind of question marks of how it really fits. Like there's a lot of wing that, there's a lot of wing like mismatch things. Like, would Jay really be part of a closing lineup if you already have this? Now, I could argue it's the more the merrier. Um, you know, if Grayson never gets that confidence back to what you referred to and Grayson would likely be in the trade, you know, yeah, I was going
1: to say, how do we get, how do you get that done?
0: It's George Hill for George Hill and Grayson Allen for Jay Crowder. That's pretty much the deal. Um, it's, that's been the deal that's kind of been out there for a lot of different guys. Like that's mm-hmm. also the deal that could get you Jordan Clarkson. So I guess the question right. is, do you want Jordan Clarkson? Do you want, do you want Jay Crowder? Uh my guy Shafty on Twitter kind of talked me into Clarkson. I was not huge on Clarkson because I just were I just don't know if I he's a playoff guy. Like I don't know if he's uh-huh. a winning basketball player. Like I think Jordan Clarkson's a good player, but I it, it will he fit in? And maybe yeah. he will because Giannis has that sort of aura about him. And it so it won't be like Jordan Clarkson grabs the ball and it's like, you know what? It's Jordan Clarkson time. But some Bucks fans could argue. That that's needed. That's they what's need, needed, right? They they, they need that microbe. So I guess to serve it to you, like, what do you think of Jay Crowder? And then is there another guy that maybe you would like more or less, or what? How you how do you feel about the whole thing?
1: Yeah, um, I'm a, I'm openly not a Marquette fan, um, but I can't, you know, you can't deny the guys that are in the league, um, from Marquette. Just, but they just have a different mentality, and I don't know if it's you know spending time in Milwaukee that made them that way, or. You know, whatever, but I respect the hell out of out of Butler. Um, he's one of my still one of my favorite players to watch, regardless of where he went to school. Jay Crowder always kills the Bucks. I swear to God, in that oh, yeah. series, he didn't miss a fucking three. Um I hope he still has that. Obviously, these guys are aging a little bit and, and Crowder's had some injury history. Um, but I think a guy like that, a veteran doesn't have to score the ball, right? He doesn't have to have the ball in his hands. He's a, a catch-and-shoot guy when he's open, which Chris and Drew and Giannis are going to be able to draw that attention. Um, but again, I, and I hate to use the, the PJ dog reference, he is that kind of guy. He's a guy yeah. that will hold his teammates accountable. He's a guy that, you know, is going to get on you defensively. He's going to, you know, have your back. You know, you thought we had bad boys before with with Grayson and Bobby. Can you imagine Drake Crowder and, oh, and Bobby dude.
0: like and Giannis? Like Giannis talked some shit too. Like we'd have mm-hmm. to print the shirts. We'd have to go the bad boy bucks. Like yeah, that but, would be our like that's the, the bull, shirt bully, the triple bully B. boy
1: bucks or some shit like yeah that. bully yeah. boy
0: bucks like something like that. Like we that would be like real. We would be become really unlikable like mm-hmm. to the other the other parts of the league really quick, and that'd be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I've noticed about the national media and like con- some content creators online, like World Wide Wobe and others, where it's like they they don't like the Bucks that much because the Bucks aren't that exciting. Like they like Giannis. They love watching Giannis play, but the Bucks themselves don't really have a lot of drama. They don't really have a lot of the sort of issues of like, what what you see with others, and so I think that makes them uninterested. And I do think you add a guy like Jay Crowder, you're gonna have some scuffles, you're gonna have some gonna have some fracases. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, but the see. Bucks
1: the Bucks fucking need that. Like oh yeah, they they they've started to kind of they were kind of that with with PJ for a little bit, and then they lost that kind of edge a little bit last year. And you need a guy like Jay Crowder to do that to – Toronto to do it to Boston and Tatum and Jalen Brown. Um, I, man, the more I talk about it, the more I'm tucking myself into Jay Crowder. Um, I, I do really like the microwave uh, appeal of Jordan Clarkson, but he's, I'm wondering if he's going to price himself out just because he's like leading, a, well, it's early, but he's leading the 3-0 Jazz right now and he's kind of like the glue offensive guy for them right now. Um, and I would hate for him to just get, you know, price himself out and find himself on the fucking Lakers or something along those lines.
0: Well, the the other problem, too, is it's Danny fucking Ainge. Like, Danny right. Ainge does not lose what trades. Doing, right? He doesn't lose trades. And, like, I said it on Twitter, I think Saturday or Friday when the Jazz won their second game, like, Danny Ainge is going to have to lose trades. Danny Ainge is going to have to accept that the only way that that team is going to tank Mm-hmm. Is if I trade and I lose some guys, but maybe that's not the plan. Maybe they Jazz know something that we don't like. Everybody thought the Jazz were this tanking team, and maybe that wasn't I mean, the plan. Look at the, all ro-
1: look at the roster. I mean, like their main guy, like they're, they're oh, I and like the guy, which maybe he is, and that's how, in that maybe they saw it early on that's what he was going to be coming out of Arizona, but like. Again, it's early. It's there. It's, oh yeah, it's, you know, three and zero. I don't know if they played tonight. or they played they,
0: Houston tonight. But that was on back. Oh, they lost. They lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Houston plus three. Cash that. Um. So, uh. But yes, I I definitely see that, and I I think it'll be interesting to see if the Bucks make the move before they kind of sit on their hands until until February. But did we'll, um, I we'll
1: think, did um did Ingles and and Crowder play together in Utah?
0: They probably
1: did, yeah. Okay, that might be
0: another angle to bring Yeah, they love
1: we'll to see. Oh, and Joe, you forget about Joe Ingles. Oh yeah, another. Like an no, too.
0: we we're gonna be some other Like, we, even yeah. if without Jay, we're gonna be, we're gonna get under a lot of people's skin. It's gonna be a <laughs> lot of fun. We're gonna That's have
1: another guy that I just a, like hated to play against. Like, and I watched. uh It was my wedding. My wedding weekend back in April in in 2018. Um, this was when Carmelo was on OKC, and they were playing the Jazz, and the Jazz were just so much better than them because OKC wanted to be this one-on-one team, and this was still when Carmelo was starting, and Paul George and Melo had terrible games. I think Russ had, like, 40 in, like, this. a crazy game, but he had some really, really bad games in that series. But, like, Joel Ingles was just, like, the guy that killed them, and I hated fucking playing against him. But, again, a, a guy that you love to have on your team.
0: No doubt. Before we get going to week to the song five, not week five. Um, let's talk about what you have going on this week. Uh Shay Ken out in the streets. He was at Whitetail Friday last week. We saw him at Lucid. Um, maybe not in the most lucid state, but it was a good time. So <laughs> it's a big weekend, which we're gonna get into here in a second. Um, so why don't you talk about what's going on this week?
1: Yeah, yeah. Last week uh was the first like four, four day DJing. Um that I had. Plus I had the Bucks game, so I had five total gigs <laughs> in uh in those four days. Um but it was good. No, it was gonna give me a chance to do some different stuff, have some different types of nights, and uh yeah, Saturday was fun at Lucid. But uh yeah, big time Halloween weekend this weekend. I will be at uh RWB on Friday, um Brothers on Saturday for their big party, both got stuff going on and then actually doing uh third street market hall again the new grand avenue mall um really cool open air space um ton of like little little restaurants a big open bar um bags they got shuffleboard and some they have a golf simulator there as well so it's actually pretty cool cool place to watch a game um but i'll be doing pregame and halftime uh for the game there and then yeah, that'll be it for how the Halloween weekend and doing some some trick or treating on Monday with the kiddo, which will be his first like real trick or treat, but uh yeah, uh, Halloween's Halloween's always a wild weekend. So
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. So, are you dressing as something? I assume you are, like So
1: that's the, the that actually is a good. So, my next song is is blow by Moneybag Yo. Um uh, huge like Moneybag Yo fan. I think he's like probably my favorite rapper right now. Um, and his opening like lyric is "It's my birthday, let's blow a bag," um, <laughs> which could mean a few things, but I think it means like you know blow money. Um, yeah. So obviously that is you know my, my birthday is actually on Thursday this this week, and got me th- my my birthday is always obviously around Halloween, and it's always a big night. There's always tables, there's always people, lines, crazy costumes. Um, I know how I feel um, I, I gotta get your thoughts on if you think Halloween Is is a bit for Going out getting dressed up Is it overrated or is it something you indulge in You like to do
0: I like to do it I usually don't spend enough time Thinking through my costumes yeah. So like I, I will do it But I do a shitty job Of like thinking through exactly What I want to dress as My wife yeah. has done a really good job uh, We won a costume contest she went as rick flair i went as the macho man randy savage Um, we won a costume contest at flannery's with that last year uh, last second i got invited to a party um we i was like we were racking our brain um she was like well what about jake from state farm and i just put on a red a a red polo khakis there you go and that was it and so it, it it's one of those things where i like it i think it's fun um, I don't think it's overrated. I know that. I think people who kind of do that, where it's like it's just they can't handle the chaos of of the of the night, and they can't mm-hmm. handle that like just all over the place or being in lines. Like, I and I understand there are just people who are like that. I am not one of those people. That's even though I'm a little older, probably at some point, you know, I I don't have as much tolerance for it. Like the fact that no disrespect to them, because I don't want to hurt any. Pa- per, relationships but like fact that harp and trinity have lines at 10 is fucking crazy like good for them happy for them can't believe it it sucks like <laughs> and i realize that part of that is you know they want to make sure they don't get building code violations things like that so it's has a long way of telling you that yeah i like halloween but it's not one that i'm putting a ton of effort in
1: yeah i feel like and i hate to age ourselves but i feel like a lot of people like as they get old if they are still you know if they still enjoy like you know going out seeing friends a lot of them are are shifting to like let's do a house party or let's host yeah yeah. let's not do the the bar thing i i I love halloween i am just terrible with costumes um for one is one thing is like i'm not shaving anything like my beard or my head or cutting my hair for a specific uh, um costume like i won't do that so like I'm always limited to like all right what kind of costume has a beard um also like lately I I DJ so like I made the mistake one time of painting my face and the next <laughs> night I look at my headphones and my they're covered in oh. my face paint and uh like whatever they weren't ruined but I'm still like yeah that, I'm not doing that again oh, um man. and you can't like as a, like again this is a totally different like approach to it but like as a DJ you can't really wear a mask or something oh. like that covers your head or something because I need to fucking hear what's going on. Um but yeah I've just never been great with costumes. I've I like I said I love I love doing Halloween. I you know I enjoy seeing like the different kind of costumes that come out. There is going to be one million people in Dahmer costumes or at least in like the wig and the the sunglasses or whatever. Um I'm calling it now like that's gotta yeah, be the which most is at, at some
0: point at some point you you gotta like have a little bit of perspective i forget mm-hmm. what i heard who said it, so it was somebody i think it might have been work. someone's like no it wasn't work but i heard somebody was like our let the 11 year old wants to dress as Dahmer," and i'm like, Ooh. like <laughs>
1: Yikes, yeah yeah i mean great. like i mean if you think about it like there's a lot of sure yeah there's a lot of like weird culture that that you use in halloween i mean it's all about
0: Oh, there are no rules. That's the it's other thing. And
1: so, like, there's a ton of costumes that are like blood-related and this and that, yep. or like based off. Of, again, it's a movie, but like The Scream or Michael Myers, like they're all about murder, right? It, I mean, un- unfortunately, the the Dahmer stuff actually happened, and you're you're portraying an actual monster. Um,
0: I mean, people want it. People want is Michael Vick with blood on their jersey, right? right. Like, I mean, I mean it, like you
1: said, there are no bounds to. No, what it's dress
0: it's up no filter. It's no filter weekend, man, and that's mm-hmm. part of the that's part of the fun. Yep. Um and definitely a a awesome time to be out. And yeah, I think yeah, my recommendation for people who a don't want lines, I'd say you can still do the dress up and be out in the out in the burb area. I think you're gonna have less activity out there. You're probably gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are gonna be down there, make sure you're seeing Shaken. Make sure. RWB or brothers, great, great time. And I'm sure it's, it's not going to be cheap, but just figure it out. And I also would say like, if you're going to go to one of those places, like pick a place and just stay there. Like you just have to like dig your heels in, unfortunately. And like, I know for some people, they can't do that. Like I have a lot of friends like that, where they just are like, got to move around, got to do this. It's like, you know, that's one of those nights, similar to new year's Eve where it's like, you're in one spot. And yeah. you're done. You're done. Great. But yeah, I um, it'll be should be good. I think the weather's gonna be actually pretty nice too, which yeah. not you don't always you don't always get. I I always like this was years ago, and I don't know if you ever worked. You did work it, I think, as a DJ with the when Loaded Slate RIP had the tent. The tent was good. Yes,
1: yes. The um, it was it or was it Uglies and, and it, was it might have been Uglies. So yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. It was so that between. was the very first um one that i did and oh my god one of one of the most drunk nights i've ever had um travis beckham uh you know big time you know badger and just went into the badger hall of fame Uh, for some people don't know he he dj's also um and has been for a few years him and i were in the tent um yeah this was wow 2016 17 something like that um, so it's been, you know, it's been a while, but he bought a bottle bottle of Remy Martin. Um, and I don't really drink that shit like that. <laughs> um, and so I really didn't know what I was getting into. And, you know, him and I, you know, drank a lot of it, and I was obviously bouncing around and drinking other shit throughout the night. And like over at home, and I think I was like a few seconds from opening the door and like started to like get like the oh, bubbles. No. And I'm like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here because I'm gonna yak and this guy's Uber. And luckily, I didn't. But it, that was brutal. The next day, that champagne, champagne hango
0: worst. champagne hangovers are gonna are gonna get you. Like, no, this
1: uh, is Remy Martin. Like, oh,
0: Kony. Okay, the cognac. Yeah, yeah, the cognac. Yeah, yeah. I I looked it up because I thought it was cognac, and then it said uh cognac fine champagne so they must do mm-hmm. cognac
1: not champagne they might mu- have preferred that
0: <laughs> just what i'm yeah. what i'm seeing so yeah no well that's uh that's something else yeah i'm not a cognac drinker myself um i will
1: never be again
0: friend of the program murph might have had to beef with travis beckham but that's another story for another time oh, um, i gotta hear that <laughs> song number six i have thanks for the memories by fallout boy I was looking up walk of shame songs. There is one by pink and I don't really like pink. So I didn't do that. Um, (laughs) But if you live in Milwaukee, I will not be there, but the Sunday morning walk of shames are just legendary. It can be male. It can be female. It doesn't fucking matter. Just seeing somebody in their costume at nine or 10 o'clock, scurrying out of an apartment is one of the funniest fucking things. Like, it's funny just on a random Sunday or Saturday, like I'd be taking my dog Lily out and be in an apartment right next door, next door. And you see some chick scampering with her, with her shoes in her hands. And it's like, yeah, I know where you were at. Like, I know you just want to get the hell out of here. And I just have a smirk on my face. and she's probably like, You're a prick But like, it was funny. And like, I, I don't, i don't know if you have a good walk of shame song but that was how i i i there are money it's weird i guess people don't want to like brag about walk of shames and i think like walk of shames now are like because everyone's so sex positive it's like oh we don't want to slut shame yada yada we can't talk but sometimes you know you just have to you do make that walk whether it's a good one or a bad one you're you're making that walk
1: mm-hmm. yeah i don't i mean thanks for the memory that's a good one um Especially for that, yeah. I mean, the, like the guys and girls will just face paint, makeup, smear. Like, oh yeah, you're missing a wing from an angel costume, or you got a <laughs> half a heel broke, or something along those lines. You're, yeah,
0: you're like you're in some, you're like fishnets and your ass is hanging out, and you're just walking yep. home. It's like, yeah, this is acceptable Saturday night, Sunday morning, not so much. Yeah,
1: it's oh man, just yeah. When I lived on when I lived on campus at UWM, I mean. You know there's house parties everywhere. this was when Black Rose was still a thing and and east cider and, and North avenue was still a thing, so it was like everybody was on campus right, and everybody's usually yeah. walking so you you saw that a lot more um than what you do now, but I mean like obviously if you're gonna be on the uh, down at the bars, they're you know there it's everywhere so yeah um but yeah in the, in the mornings like I, I don't know that's i I have to think on that Thanks for the memories is, is pretty spot on for. Just like, oh man, what kind yeah. of night did they
0: have? <laughs> totally. And I I've asked a lot of Uber drivers. That's kind of one of my go-to. Like, I'm one of those people who actually talks to Uber drivers. I realize that could be psycho behavior, but I do like too. I, I, do too. I will I will ask a lot about do you drive on like Sunday mornings and like see the carnage? And sometimes you can get some good stories out of them. Um, and yeah, that's that's definitely the stuff, stuff I'm looking for. Why don't we transition out of the uh, Halloween life and into some other stuff. Uh, what's what's your song number seven?
1: Yeah, um, that was just you know obviously NCAA basketball is going to be gearing up here pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Marquette's getting quiet buzz because they're you're not getting really picked. No. Um, in, yeah, in the we tops, fuck but but you I like it. it. Um, Syracuse is is obviously my team, um, and a, a better recruiting class than they've had in a long time. Um, I'm excited. For them, but just you know, I love college basketball. I know we share that that same love for, um, college basketball. And I was again just looking through the the guys that are out there, um, and the super seniors is something that Charlie and I always talk about because it's just it's it's something that we I think we just have both noticed over years. Mm-hmm. Um, so the song is is "Here's the Never Growing Up" uh by Avril Lavigne, and. I feel like we had the same conversation last year about Kihi Clark from Virginia. I can't believe this. I still cannot believe playing college fucking basketball. You know like, who also
0: is like, still playing as Jame Yaqua, we Yaqua's yeah that. Yep.
1: On Saturday. Um there's there's just so many guys like um the guy's name is escaping. Who was the, the point guard from Ohio State Forever?
0: Oh, Aaron Kraft.
1: Um, Aaron Kraft. Like he was another I feel like he was one of the originals that kind yes. of sparked this, but there's just certain guys that you feel. And, and again, I know that a lot of this has, especially right now, has a lot to do with the COVID year um, that not everybody took advantage of. Um, but a, I, I was listening to an interview, an in, in Andy Katz interview about this specifically. Um, and he says, I think by 2026 is when you will see, um, finally see like the COVID class and it won't be a wow. thing anymore. Cause there are six years basically for four or for five when it used to be five for four with the red shirt or what you could. Um, but just like the amount of kids that are like the super seniors this year, Key Clark is like the number one. Um, uh, KJ, I think it's KJ Williams, he's at Murray State, he's still playing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no, he's plus, on, I think it's, he's on LSU, but he yeah, went, he transferred to LSU.
0: Yeah, he went to Leaky, Black still at North Leaky Blacks, North Carolina, North Carolina. Holy um, shit, Leaky plus, Blacks, let's been-
1: see the- The kid from – tall, skinny kid from Notre Dame is still there. Um, Mickey Black, yeah, that's that's the other big one.
0: Matthew Meyer now the boy from uh, Baylor to – The Baylor, uh, the
1: uh, the mullet. Drew Peterson, who's never
0: found a shot that he doesn't like. Uh, South USC. He lost USC. Well, who did they lose to in the – was that Miami they lost to? Yeah, it was Miami. And I think I had USC in that game, and he just wouldn't – I can't remember now. I'd have to look back. But yeah, it was one of those things where he saw no shots that he didn't like and it was yeah, he's a chucker. Marcus Carr also a noted chucker, also yep. still still in school. Uh Kyle Lo how often? Yeah, was at St. Bonaventure, now at Florida. Um wow, man. There are some names here. We are going to have to do maybe we do a, a van Wilder draft. Um yeah. just this is not not music related. We, you know, I used to do this as a a uh, podcast there or no a blog thing and it was the Van Wilder team and it was just the guys who've been there. I feel like COVID has kind of killed the Van Wilder team though because to your point, it's like they've been here for so long and I yeah. think like the the coolness of the Van Wilder like that guy's still there and it's it's a it's a little bit of loss and sluster. Another one of my favorites was uh, Russ Smith was there forever at uh, Edgar Sosa. Like Louisville oh, always yeah. had. Yeah. Louisville always had one guy. That was like somehow there for like I feel like Virginia like years. does too. Um... Virginia, oh yeah, because none of those guys, none of those guys leave because they don't play in a system that's like NBA friendly. So they're like, I'm not going to go to the NBA where I'm going to get no run. Now mm-hmm. they have had some guys, right? Joe Harris, um, who's the other? It's Trey, Trey Murphy went to Virginia too. He's playing minutes on uh, New Orleans. they're there are a couple examples, but yeah, it's like these guys stay and just run yeah, the bottom, Hunter, that boring right? ass that boring-ass box in one and score 50 Brogdon,
1: points. yeah.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, Brogdon, too, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the kid that, that when Syracuse beat them in the tournament, um, uh, he had, like, the big, like, curly kind of froze.
0: Like, oh, I know who you're talking about.
1: Um, point guard, he was just – but I feel like he was just one of those guys, again, that was there forever. But, yeah, I know. Uh, it should be an interesting college basketball season, obviously. I think North Carolina is like – like, Jimmy already almost feels like he's been there forever. I know he's only – Jimmy, uh,
0: yeah. No, I mean – Timmy's been there for a while. It's good. Yeah, it's gonna be an awesome, awesome college basketball year. I know that's probably sacrilegious not to like Kentucky, but I love Sheboy. Like yeah. I I would probably do unspeak. Nope. I think he's gonna be a good NBA player. Like I really do. Like I realize he doesn't have a ton of game, but like I just look at that guy and I'm there are certain dudes where I'm just like, yeah, it's an NBA player. Like mm-hmm. I I felt that way about Draymond Green, you know, years ago where Everyone's like, well, I don't know how good of an NBA, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I just does all the little things. Like, fits, he's an M- right? he- and Sheeboy is one of the best rebounders I've ever seen. Like, he's mm-hmm. so good. And I know a lot of people don't like Kentucky, but because mostly because of Cal, but I I love Sheeboy, so I definitely on that that bandwagon. I would say it's it's going to be interesting. I was who's was I talking to you about like Duke and how like nobody's gonna like hate Duke this year because Coach K is not there. And like, it's going to be hard for people to like really have that same hate for Duke. Maybe not. Maybe everyone's going to be like, fuck Duke. But I don't know. I could see Gonzaga being that team that everybody hates just because I don't think anyone really likes Timmy.
1: Yeah. I, I It's hard for me. I don't know. I, I've never, I, I understand why people would, Um, but like <laughs> Duke just knows how to win. Like they bring in the right people. Like you can say what you want about coach K, but like I had such a respect for him watching Um. The, the dream team documentary that came out too. And like how he, you know, was able to corral NBA stars into, you know, being a team. um, And like you heard LeBron and some of those guys talk about his, you know, approach to them. um, And he was, you know, he wasn't coaching college cause he was coaching grown ass men and uh, you know, got them to really be a team. So I, res- I respected the hell out of that for him. But I mean, like, I, don't know. I i hate like the people that are like no oh, they're good or they're duke and this and that like that's why i hate them like if you were if you were good and you wanted to make it to the nba and you you wanted to have a great coach or puts you in the right position you'd fucking go there too i mean right. look at the amount of people that he puts you know he right. puts in the nba not, and, like, right. not only just puts them in there but like have significant careers you know yep. so i um before. No, I, no, I hear you.
0: No, you're absolutely right. Like, and I think a lot of the Ducade around here is because of the 2015 and uh, the final, final game, the championship final where right. Badgers pissed away a nine point lead. And I know a lot of people will blame the refs and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's the guys on the court. And so, but I'm also not not allergic to bitching about college basketball officials. So I might have done it a few, few different times on Twitter. Um, So here, here, nor there. <laughs> uh, the player you were thinking of was London Parentes, uh, Perrantes, uh yep. of uh, Virginia. He uh played a little bit in uh, the NBA, was at Cleveland, now playing out in Israel. So that's where uh, London Parentes is for anyone who's curious.
1: yeah, noted um, Syracuse Killer up until that uh <laughs> that tournament game.
0: Song so, so number eight for me is Beer Never Broke My Heart by Luke Combs, very popular country song um, and the reason I'm going for it is because that friendly reminder that Fi-Fi Serve is not serving Miller products Bud Light came in dropped their dick put a bunch of money on the table it was like we are going to be the beer supplier and they said we're cool with it and the bucks took the blood money the mm. Miller light sat in their hands I I think I'm better about it now that I know that like Miller uh, Michelob Ultra and Stella Artois, are both on tap. I'm like, I drank both of those beers. Like, I have no problem drinking those beers. I think if it was just Bud Light, I would have a, a harder time with it. But yeah, it's just a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like Miller Park being American Family Field. You won't realize it right. after after the first time you're there.
1: Unless you're like, like such a fan of Miller Light where it's literally like you're you're that upset that you're not going to drink beer or you're not going to drink anything else. Don't go to fucking game. Like just, right, like, <laughs> or drink yeah. fucking soda, drink water, whatever you're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, or do. have Are a really cocktail, or just, just have or a cocktail.
0: You... Like, yeah, like if you're if you're really gonna cost yourself six or seven extra dollars to drink a fucking cocktail instead of just having a light beer. Like, the nice thing about light beer is that you can drink a couple of them, maybe more than that, and you can still drive home. and You can still like be in control, and it's not a big deal. Versus, like, if you're having cocktails, who knows, man? Right. So yeah, I. I love Miller Lite. I Miller Lite something I drink all the time. Like I have to, or with the way I I consume sometimes. But at the, at the same token, like it's not gonna stop me from drinking beers at whether I'm at a Bucks game or a Marquette game. So right. uh, it's, it's it's unfortunate.
1: It's a I think it's a pride thing at the end of the day for anybody. Oh, else. totally. Just like hundred percent. It would have been really cool. Like are Miller, your your hometown. You know, growing and this is you know you're you're not selling in your own arenas, but. Like you said, people forget about it. And, <laughs> and it also
0: seems it. like they're trying, which is a smart move by whoever's running the account to do more Michelob Ultra. And I know Michelob Ultra is pretty deep with the MBA, but mm-hmm. like Michelob Ultra is definitely trying to be the beer of the Bucks, not necessarily Bud Light. And the other thought on this is a lot of the Marquette kids are are Chicago boys. They don't they don't really care, um, yeah. you know, and so you know, maybe there isn't that affinity to Miller Lite for, you know, some of that fan base um, comparatively to uh, the Bucks fan base.
1: I feel like that's kind of a good point. I feel like when I think of Miller Lite, you know, I think of Miller Park, right. I think of County Stadium and just like old beer cups, right. Just like old yeah. white plastic beer cups. It's like, they were like the old rusty penny and not that, Bud Light hasn't been around, but like you said, like the Michelob, like their push has always been like the beer for like the younger, hipper, like yeah. cross—not CrossFit, but like yeah, no I'm tel- sure, teleton, athletic, teleton, yeah, yeah, know, CrossFit, uh, yeah. They're trying to be yeah. like the 98 calories and this and that, so they're trying to reach a younger but still affluent um, demographic. Whereas like Miller you know, Lights, like, like just hasn't changed over time, and you almost don't see them changing the demographic of the people they're going after or even Coors Light kind of fits the same thing it's just like they aren't you know they aren't trying to hit you know the new people or the new wave or anything like that they're they're just trying to be stuck in their ways and and be the same old brand which is fine you know it works I'm sure it works for them in in different capacities but yeah it feels like you know with the the Michelob Ultra and, and Stella being you know more of a premium uh beer that they're trying to be like the new shiny toy and it is what it is. It doesn't bother me
0: for sure. All right. Why don't we, you wrap up with your last song of yeah. the, the podcast?
1: Yeah. I think it was just kind of talking about, uh you know, the kind of current, current state. We talked about the jazz a little bit, but a um, uh, beautiful disaster by the guffs. The guffs are, are somewhat a hometown band um, based out of like Milwaukee and Chicago. Um, my dog's not a fan of them apparently, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they have a song called beautiful disaster and it's, Uh, The reason I thought about it is just because there was so much Russell Westbrook talk this morning um, and how like you can, you know, obviously, you know, glitz and glam of LA and who they are. And you got LeBron, you got AD. And then there's just, there's just one video of them cutting to Russ's shot. I think there was like a minute 18 left in the game last night and they're up one or two and Russ just does one of his like patented, like elbow pull-up jumpers. And this is terribly and like in sync, they show LeBron and AD on the same cut of a of camera, like flabbergasted, like, what are you doing? Like, why? First off, why are you shooting this early in the clock? And in the, the shot clock, we have a, a we have a, a lead and we should be running the office and getting a better shot. And you're I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um. So it's just like a, a like L.A. being like the like I said, the the stars and the Hollywood and all that. But they are a pile right now. And yes. I don't think Russ is going to be on that team for very long. Um, and just like even even looking at some of the other teams, like I know the Nets, I think they, they actually lost. No, but, they lost. Yeah, they're yeah. one so and two. Like,
0: they're going to be one and two heading in the playoffs. Finally
1: got to win. I mean, they right. just so they're one and three. Um, I think Brooklyn's now one and three, then two. Um,
0: yeah, one and two, one and two, one and two. Eight. Excuse me. Yeah.
1: Um, but just looking at like some of the team again, it's early, but you know, Embiid has been brutal. I didn't see his stats tonight. He he finally had a decent game
0: um, the other night, but, like, the first two games he yeah, had was brutal. And, then, and they were, like, talking hard about hard how he need, need to play in the shape and everything like that, and it was, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, how many years are we going to do this with fucking Embiid that he's not in shape, right? Yep. Like, at some point, you know, you'd get it. Like, you'd lock in right. and he hasn't. And you yep. just say, he, he haven't had the, oh, Joel in great shape, like, this, that, and the other. Like, He's given sort of this like pass. And yeah, there are a lot of teams where it's messy to start the season, and there's not many that have their shit together. I know the Celtics lost tonight, but I'd still say they have their shit together. I think the Warriors and, and no, do.
1: Oh, and nobody thought, you know, and I, I feel like a, not that they're not talented, but I think a lot of people thought, you know, go had a lot to do yeah. with their success last year, and losing him would be, you know, a, a significant drop off, which. You know, early on, it, it certainly has, and Tatum is is making his MVP campaign very early on. But you know, you look at like the 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 Sixers and the Nets and um, uh, like the Lakers. Lakers. You know, it, seems, yes. it seems like that where you're you're like, okay, is this gonna actually work? Like we, uh, you know, of the Pod, Darvin Ham, and ex ex uh, you know, Milwaukee Bucks uh, assistant coach, like he walked into a a tough situation. And I think he's trying to do the right thing by make it work, but I don't think anybody else is bought into the notion that you know Russ is gonna Russ works on the Lakers, and like Ben Sim, I, I don't know if Ben Simin has taken more than ten shots yet this season. I think he's taken you know two or three in each game. Um, is this another interception? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I mean. What an incredible! I mean, we're both watching the Monday night game, and I—I I mean, this has just been—I
1: looked up, and this is in the talk about worst watched. case
0: scenario for Packer fans. Like now, it's like there's mm. gonna be Bears playoff talk going. Like it's, it's gonna be bad, man. It's gonna be bad. But yeah, it's, um, but yeah, that's, so, that, that's Packers are beautiful to disaster in their own. <laughs> oh, that's a
1: that's a great way. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, it's been an interesting start to the NBA season, and totally. uh, I, I love seeing the Sixers and the Nets struggle. Yeah, um, give but it all. I, the Heat and, also
0: too. I mean, they yeah. they lost again tonight. Like they're now, I think one, yep. one Bulls. and four or two and two, two yeah, and the two. Bulls like the Celtics tonight. So yeah, but yeah, it's again, it's
1: very early on. If we revisit this pod in a month or two, I'm sure we're we're speaking. Yeah, volume songs.
0: volume four keg jams might have a different feel about the NBA. <laughs> Correct, my last right. my last song is Dancing on My Own by Robin. It is the song for the Phillies, Phillies in the World Series. Um, it's really not about the World Series itself. It's more like they took the song that was the Red Sox song last year. Now, I know the Red Sox didn't get to the final. But, like, I kind of feel like you need your own song. Like, does that song, like, go? Yeah. It's an awesome song. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that song. But, like, you need your own fucking song. Like, you can't swagger jack somebody else's song.
1: I agree. You got to have something original. Yeah. Like, is someone going to walk out to
0: Edwin Diaz's Blaster Jack song next year? Like, no, you can't no. do that shit. No, I mean, the Contreras' brother, uh, Wilson Contreras' brother, William, did that. and like, And, like, it was kind of a troll. It kind of wasn't. And it's, but to your point, like, yeah, that's Edwin Diaz's song. Like, you can't come out to that. I think the guy for the Cardinals, their closer, comes out to Hell's Bells, which was Trevor Trevor Hoffman's song forever. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, there are certain songs, like Enter Sandman, Mariano Rivera, like, that, like, songs in baseball are, like, a really popular thing. And and if we were doing this weekly, I'd probably talk about Broadway Girls next week with the Tennessee Georgia thing. Like, that was Yelich's song. I didn't realize that song was good. And then I, like, was that Red Rock two weeks ago? And I was like, yeah, this actually song is good. Like, <laughs> it's a pretty shitty version of country and rap. Yeah. But I, it's catchy enough for me where I'm, like, toe-tapping to it and, like, singing the lyrics to myself as I'm, like, doing the dishes. But, yeah, it's your own fucking song, dude. Like, right. and I don't know. I guess, I guess, I, I don't know. Who there's enough, there, for,
1: there's but, enough stuff
0: out there. There's enough oh, stuff yeah. out there you can make your own.
1: And, like, don't tell me, like, you're going to use theirs and like try to like try to claim it as your own like yeah i get it there's you know it makes sense but like if you didn't think about it first it ain't yours
0: man and you can pull you can pull things out of the gutter like st louis the blues when they went on their Stanley cup run like gloria was their song and it became this huge thing and like but that song no one like knew about like it was popular in the 80s but Mm -hmm. it then just got a new life like there are so many, to your point, like, there are so many songs that you can get. But, yeah, it's uh, – Old, new, yeah, like, refills
1: of something in the old. Like, I think that's kind of fun about it, too, is, like, being able to use an older song or yeah. or bring something back. Like, that's there, – there's enough there to to pull from.
0: And I realize baseball probably isn't like Meek Mill, but you have fucking Meek Mill. Like, Meek Mill is <laughs> Philly. Like, right. every – every not? Every Meek Mill song, like, goes – Like, Mm -hmm. if I would have known that Meek Mill was bringing out the Eagles Eagles, to Dreams and Nightmares against the Cowboys, I would have unloaded my bank account (laughs) on the Eagles. Like, that's information that I, like, need to know. Now, Dreams and Nightmares is probably a top-ten song for me. Like, I saw a great TikTok where it was, like, this attractive woman who's like, in heels and, like, this is a sound that every guy like. and, And Guy stops it and he's like, I think there's a better song and he starts playing the piano and it's the Intro mm. to Dreams of Nightmares.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean everything that and, like that's and Meek Meek Meek's one of the you know main ones obviously especially in like hip hop culture and sports but like Philly isn't, you know, isn't a stranger to having, you know, incredible music whether that be in the hip hop side or um, you know, any other other music. They are a very, you know, big, you know, strong music place and um yeah, for them to not be able to like find something that made sense from an affiliate artist um that's that's their bad on on marketing team
0: yeah yeah we'll save man well this was awesome sorry for those who Swifties who thought we'd get a Taylor Swift song in there um uh, we didn't mm-hmm. you know what here's the thing about Taylor Swift she's fine I I don't I don't not like her I don't also like her um she's fine Like some of the songs, good. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah,
1: hand hand up. It's not one I've listened to yet. Um, I, I, I like it's for me. It's gonna be weird to 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 try and find stuff to to play out because, because like, I feel like a lot of people that were Taylor fans before are not either Taylor fans or have just like written her off. And there's so many good early Taylor songs. Um, and it's just like when you take that break and you take kind of a different approach to albums, like for example, like Drake's, you know, latest album, yeah. like, he took a different approach and some people love it and some people hate it. But, um, you know, if you, and he, not that he's taken the same type of break, but um, like when you take a break from music for that long, you get forgotten and like other artists, other artists move in and you have a new type of sound um it's not always the same reception so i I gotta listen to it and give it a chance so we'll see
0: for sure and before we wrap i just had one quick question so tell people where you are but also are you allowed to play kanye right now with like all Uh the stuff going on like or do you just not not, did you just not add to the playlist at this point Uh, and just if someone requests it cool whatever yeah. But like is it like one of those like you got to ask like Kanye yeah. at
1: this point. It's a it's a great question. I I was just uh I was literally just thinking about that. Um cuz we have a we have a, a Milwaukee like DJ's page and every time something happens you know somebody will jokingly say so like you know are we playing this guy or like for example <laughs> like R Kelly oh. um is somebody like I just don't I even on the R&B nights that I've played uh, other guys will play it I won't Um, but like Chris Brown, like it's really hard to go a night without playing a Chris Brown song. Um, it's still, yeah, it's pretty hard to play a song without Kanye in it, uh, especially like at certain places. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's not one I'm willing to completely write off just yet because there's, like I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. It's no, like, no, I, I didn't mean push you forget you on spot about either. I you didn't you mean forget about like the bullshit Kanye. And, and I think the other thing is with a lot of his music that I would play, like the Good Life and the Homecoming, and, and like that that album was obviously pre crazy Kanye. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I get it. Like time doesn't you know wash away some some things, but the the early stuff that he did is just so iconic. It's it's hard not to play or it's hard – Hard not not to play it,
0: and um... right. And i I think you would, if you have a problem with that, like then to your point, you have a problem with Chris Brown. You have a problem mm-hmm. with Michael Jackson. You have a problem right. with like. And how many Michael Jack? Like you're going to hear a Thriller how many times? Like oh it, yeah, for sure. Thriller is an iconic Halloween song. Yeah, Michael Jackson's a bad dude, and yep, so yep. and unfortunately, there are just people like that in the music world, and that's and it. There's... And it, but it's it's a really interesting discussion on. Because it Kanye kind of, just kind of keeps pushing the line mm-hmm. and the whole stuff with, with the Jewish population was terrible. And like, that was probably the first time really for me where I was like, oh, fuck, like, mm-hmm. that's like, you can't have that. Like, I mean, and so, but to your point, like, it's really hard. I think you can separate the art from the artist in this scenario, even though he says really dumb shit. And, but at the end of the day, that dumb shit has not been to the point of some of the things that other guys we mentioned. So
1: yeah, real real quick on that. Um, uh, shout out to my boy, Mr. New York. He, uh, big time DJ in the city. Um, he, he does Friday residencies at lucid and every month or so, or every two weeks he does a feature night of a, a certain artist. Like for his birthday, for example, was Friday. They did Drake night. They've done bad bunny night. They've done Cardi B night. They've done Nicki Minaj night. Um, Coming up was supposed to be Kanye night, and he's canceled that like theme night. Probably so, good, yeah. I mean, there are there are certain people that are you know thinking about it. I think there's a there's a small amount of people that in a nightclub setting or in a club setting would like actually complain about it. Um, and, and you do feel bad if you do offend somebody in that way. Um, but it's almost like ask for forgiveness for you know versus permission at that point. So that's yeah. just kind of how how I feel about it.
0: No, no, no doubt. And make sure you see Shannon out at Red, White, and Blue. I will try to be Shaken. I've known him for so long; it's it's, it's easy. But see On out at Red, White, and Blue on and Brothers
1: on Saturday and Brothers on
0: Saturday. Market Third Street Market Hall. And Third Sunday. Street Market Hall. If you're like, look, this might be a perfect game to go out. If like you're like, I'm not gonna do the Halloween thing. I don't think Packers are gonna win. I don't think the pat is. Why do I care? Like go, just try a bunch of food at the Third Street Market. All uh, go, you know, golf simulator. Listen to good tunes. Watch the game. Shannon's one and zero playing there. I saw you had the Bears <laughs> game there, so good the vibes part. now. That if I would have known that Belichick would have passed George Hallis today, I would not have been on Patriots as hard as I did. That they got football gods didn't allow that. And I should have, we should have put that into it. But anyways, man, this was a lot of fun. I had a blast. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, you can find us on socials, Tapping the Keg on Twitter, Kevin Keg Sports on Instagram and TikTok, ken underscore on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. If you guys have any sort of feedback, reach out to either of us um, and we'll uh, make sure to try to apply that for the next volume. But Keg Jams volume one is in the books. Um, we will, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, my man.
1: All right, brother. Take care. Thanks for listening.